Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. When we look at the world around us, there are moments that occur that make us wonder what is actually going on on this planet. There are times in our lives where tragedy or trauma, pain and hurt make us question, is there anyone out there that's helping us? Is there any way we can receive support? And often in those moments, we turn within. There's a nudge from inside that keeps telling us that there is support, that there is actually energy and love and so much more than what we are perceiving in that moment to be real. Angels are loving forces in our lives. Each of us has the ability to communicate with them if we open our minds to their teachings. Belinda Womack was a believer in angels until the age of 12 when she decided she wanted to become a scientist. Years later, working in a biology lab, she found herself in the presence of Archangel Gabriel and realized her calling as a spiritual conduit for angelic healing and support. Today we are discussing her book, Lessons from the Twelve Archangels, Divine Intervention in Daily Life. Through this information, we discover guided visualizations on working with the angels to access the healing power of the chakras and to manifest with the creative imagination, as well as specific messages from the 12 archangels designed for quick access to practical guidance when angelic support is needed in daily life. As Belinda Womack shows, by opening ourselves to the support of the 12 archangels, we can move out of the past and into heaven's abundance healing our inner wounds, and shift our vibrations to ones of unconditional love for self, others, Mother Earth, and the universe. I'd like to welcome Belinda Womack to 1111 Talk Radio. Welcome, Belinda. How are you today? I am fabulous, and thank you so much for having me as your guest today. I love how your story took you to science and then took you back to spirituality, and it seems that especially in the last decade, so much of the focus has been about bridging science and spirituality, and yet there, there also is a disconnect for many people. Uh, my own work has taken me to write about signs, symbols, and synchronicity, and when I discovered that the archangel appeared to you while in the lab working on bone marrow, it had had a, a distinct feel that the inner was asking to be called out just as you were digging in the bone marrow. It is almost as if that is where we have to go to really dig within, to pull out this connection to the angels that so many people seek. Can you talk a little bit about how deeply within we have that same, uh, so to speak, bone marrow that connects us to the archangels? Well, we are all part of our Creator, right? We live within our Creator. Our Creator lives within us. So, you know, when it comes to our core essence, we are made out of energy. And the 12 Archangels teach us that this energy is love. It is divine love. And that is what we are made out of. So that is what truly flows within our bone marrow, within our bones, within our veins, you know, the breath that we breathe in that gives us nurturance and gives us life, it is truly all made of love. 
So when I was called by the Archangel Gabriel and I was just working, doing a regular experiment in the laboratory, it was, it was a shock to me. I had, I had no idea that, as I call it, flippantly, that I was going to have an out-of-laboratory experience. I was working on a sample, and the next thing I knew, I was standing in a stone room, and here was this golden beam of, of light, and here was the Archangel Gabriel. And the angel made sure that I would recognize um, the being as an angel because I had wings and a trumpet. You know, angels can appear in so many different forms to us. But Gabriel said to me directly through my thoughts, um, we have new work for you to do, Belinda. You're going to help humanity to rewrite the story of their childhood. They need to remember that they are God's divine children. So the angels, you know, their message to us is that that core in us is that child, and it is through connecting with this child and embracing that pure essence that we all have that that's where we can really experience that we're not alone, that we have help, that we are loved, that we have never been abandoned. And it's really a, just about shifting our, our logical minds so that we can start to see the miracles that are really around us all the time. So that was a very, very long time ago that Gabriel appeared. It's 25 years now. And so my life changed dramatically. And um, so I... I'm still, I still feel that I'm working with people's bone marrow, you know, when I get to, to help them to heal those old wounds and connect with their angels so that they experience miracles. So, um, I hope I've answered your question. Yes, yes, and because it, it does get embedded so deeply when we have the wounds and the pains and the hurts, it, it ends up embedding so deeply that we believe that to be reality. But when you talk about children... And I think of that, you know, we call our children angels. We, we, we see children as angels almost. And yet, as, as men and women grow up, in particular, I've heard women say this, where you can see um, graphic images where, where people are, are wanting to fly and they show, you know, wings upon human beings. We, in fact, are angels, are we not? We, we start out somehow being seen that way as children and perhaps even knowing that as children, but something happens along the way and we forget. But do we have our own sets of invisible wings that we're not privy to at times? Well, so the the wings of angels represent their force field, right? That force field of love that is uplifting and it uplifting means to raise our vibration so when we talk about angels angels excuse me they they exist at a vibration that is just pure love and so we call that heaven um, just for terminology heaven is a place that is just made of pure love and here on earth we we get to experience the opposite of that which is fear so when we begin every incarnation, we come in with that angelic vibration of pure love and of, of the, the grace of God to really live in heaven here on earth. But as you've said, yes, we, we forget about that because here on earth we experience suffering and we experience hurt and pain. And we absorb that, and we absorb the hurt and pain of others because we are all one. So to um, to remember 
that we, we can shift that energy field around us and, and connect with that, with that universal love and grace, then we can, you know, as you say, Simran, we can find our wings and we can, we can lift ourselves up, especially with the help of our guides and angels, out of any problem or pain or suffering that we are experiencing. That's our birthright to have that assistance. And this experience that we have on Earth, everything is energy. Even love is the most potent and highest frequency of energy. And yet when we look outside and we see so many different types of experiences that seem so opposite of love, the illusion is such an opposition, that is the energy actually equilibrating itself, is it not? Is it, isn't that part of the ride that we came here for so that we understand the balancing of the energy as opposed to just um, seeing something opposite of ourselves? Well, we, we came here to learn the value of love. So in order to learn the value of love, we are in a schoolroom. The angels, the archangels call this a schoolroom of duality. So we do get to experience fear, which is the opposite. So we, we have light and dark, we have male and female, um, we have, you know, air and water. We, we do have things that appear in this illusion to be opposite. So in the sense of that balancing, yes. But as far as, you know, do, do we need to have, um, do we need to experience the suffering, the fear, the lack, the limitation, and the brutality well, we don't actually need to experience that unless that's the only way we're going to learn. And so what the, what the 12 archangels teach us, and this is a, a, not only their teaching, of course, it comes from our Creator, is that we co-create with our Creator. So our thoughts and our beliefs are creating our reality. So what we want to do is, working with all the help that's available to us, we want to go to the depths or the opposite vibration of love within us, which is gets stuck in our subconscious, and just welcome those fears and the, that darkness and that negativity and that anger and that rage and guilt and resentment and all of those heavy, low-vibration thoughts and feelings. And we can transform those, and we can, we can actually lift those up in vibration so that we experience greater love and abundance. So, yes, we are on a planet that is teaching us um, through opposites, but we really do not have to stay in that place of fear and negativity. We, we have the power to change it. When you use the word balance in that dialogue, and when we think of balance in the human sense, which is, is generally the, the place people go, is, okay, I need to balance my work and my play, or I need to balance my home life and my external life. But what balance probably really means in the most spiritual sense, or in the, in the, the divine greater sense, the, the big picture, is the balance of our humanity and our divinity, understanding that we are that bridge between the two. And it is only in discovering and holding that divinity in that place of balance do we actually hold that frequency of love in a consistent 
way? Is, is that part of what the angels are here to not only show and teach us, but what they embody themselves is they've reached that place of, of balanced perspective of what is human and what is divine, and they stay in their complete divinity as children of God. Well, they do hold that vibration of pure love. And we, you know, we have two, two hemispheres of our brain. So I'm not disagreeing with you at all. Um, but the, the left logical, rational hemisphere, which holds our ego or our humanity, the way we perceive our humanity is that the human perception is that we see ourselves as separate from our Creator. And we were designed to see that separation, to believe in that separation, in order to discover that it is illusion. That's part of what we're here to learn. So that right hemisphere or creative, and these are just cliche words, but creative, spiritual, intuitive, emotional, musical hemisphere that is the realm of heaven. So we, we actually have heaven and earth happening within our own brains all the time to, as you have said, to make the bridge, which is to remember, if I stand on solid ground in my creative, intuitive heart center, which is actually part of our brains, if I stand here, then everything makes common sense. I can understand that when I choose love, when I focus on positive thinking, when I practice gratitude for myself and for others, when I'm honest with my feelings, I take the time to really listen to my feelings and respect them, then we experience this greater sense of balance and we get to really live and create the vibration of heaven, and, and we feel it, and we can walk in it, and we can bring more and more of that vibration into, into our lives, which then helps us to take that ego and bring it home because we are experiencing oneness. We are experiencing that we are not alone. The ego needs to experience love. It has to experience angels. It has to experience heaven on earth, or it's just not going to buy it. And that's the way God has created us. When any one human being chooses to evolve into a better life by letting go of the regrets of the past so that these regrets no longer manifest in the future, the vibration of earth shifts in a positive and more loving direction for the greatest good of all. Heaven's vibration is that of pure, unconditional love. It is a place and space where fear, lack, and suffering cannot exist. By forgiving and letting go of the hurts of the past, human beings make room in their bodies and in their lives to receive more of heaven's vibration of love from God. As they receive more love, they also receive and therefore experience greater abundance, peace, healing, and happiness in their daily lives. The 12 archangels invite us to heal our lives by working with their lessons. They lead us on a journey to discover locked-up pain and layers of negative belief patterns that block us from experiencing the benefits of our divinity. This is all from the book Lessons from the 12 Archangels, Divine Intervention in Daily Life, by the author Belinda J. Womack. 
Belinda Womack is a spiritual counselor channeling angelic wisdom to support individuals, couples, and families for 25 years. She is the creator of the 12 Archangels University, an online change your everyday reality to heaven on earth educational platform. A scientist by training with dual master's degrees in microbiology and environmental science, she lives in Freeport, Maine. You can find out more about Lessons from the Twelve Archangels, Divine Intervention in Daily Life, and all of her other work at her website, melindawomack.com. You can also tap into my work around 1111 Magazine, archives of 1111 Talk Radio, and my own books, Conversations with the Universe, Your Journey to Enlightenment, and Your Journey to Love, at my website, imsimmering.com. We'll be right back with Belinda Womack. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444... People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Why spiritual spelunking? Why tending to our inner garden? Why devoting time to inner being when so much external doing calls upon us? An Indian sage put it wisely, Your own self-realization is the greatest service you can render the world. Join host Jeel Asselin as he serves as both guide and companion on the journey within. Nurturing the spiritual spelunker in all of us can be heard every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Human beings have great angel power available to them by working with the God force of the chakras, the batteries of spiritual energy found within their spiritual bodies. The spiritual body is much bigger than the physical body and is filled with the energy centers called chakras. When human beings use their creative imagination to visualize the color of the chakras and direct this energy using focused and clear intention for healing, they are able to transform the blocks to receiving the infinite love and abundant wealth of the universe. The angels provide powerful guided imagery exercises that help with focusing and directing the healing energy of the chakras. 
when the angels see a human being using this energy for the purpose of transformation, they add their all-loving human power, which then supports faster and more successful transformation. This is from the book Lessons from the Twelve Archangels, Divine Intervention in Daily Life, where Belinda Womack shares lessons, practices, and daily guidance from the Twelve Archangels to help you listen to and heal your wounded inner child, release your fears, and enact deep subconscious transformation. Each word transmitted directly from the Twelve Archangels carries their love so that when read, the love is absorbed into the reader's imagination and mind and supports the relief of your deepest wounds and fears. The tools and exercises shift your vibration, so results are both felt and experienced immediately. Each message awakens your innate spiritual power to rebuild destroyed self-esteem, lifting you higher in your vibration and allowing life to be filled with the power of your own divinity. You can find out more about this book and all of Belinda's other work at BelindaWomack.com. That's B-E-L-I-N-D-A-W-O-M-A-C-K.com. Welcome back, Belinda. We were talking a little bit about the right and left hemispheres of the brain being heaven and earth within us. And you made a statement saying that the ego needs to have these angels and things as part of its logic to healing its divinity, its reclaiming of its divinity. And so when I look at what quantum physics and so much is now telling us in terms of there really is nothing out there, that really everything that exists exists within us and and is then projected on the outside. My question is, do these archangels actually exist within us? If it's all in our brains, if it's all in our bodies, are we projecting it all outside in the same way that we have projected God outside and other things outside and and allowing us to believe in that separation but yet needing it at the same time for the ego to simply almost bounce back back? To, to reclaiming that wholeness and that divinity and that unification. Well, Simran, it's exactly what you just said. It's that um, we do need, from the ego's perspective, because we see ourselves as individuals, so we see ourselves as all, you know, different and we're all living our own independent lives. So, yes, of course, in the true essence, we are energy, and we live within the Creator, and the Creator lives within us. Or the universe is within, within us, and we are within the universe. Yet for the ego to understand that, it's like, well, that doesn't make sense to me. Because we were created to believe in our independent, separate identity. So where angels step in, so yes, of course, everything is within us. And we are within everything. Yet, what can help us so much when we experience angels and we experience the results of asking for help from the divine? And, and when I say asking for help from the divine, I mean asking for help from the rest of the universe. But for, again, for human beings, it can help so much to say, well, are there angels that exist to really help me? Because that ego wants to know about the me, right? Me. Is there help for me? And yes, yes, there are, there are guardian angels that, that exist to help each individual. And then, of course, there are committees of angels and guides that, that help us. And as we experience that help that seems to be coming from a place that we can't control, 
because it's non-tangible. You know, we can't we can't touch and squeeze and hold an angel in the same way we can another human being. We well, we can hug angels. It's a pretty amazing experience. But we have to go to that vibration of heaven, like in meditation. We have to shift our brains before we're actually going to feel that energetic hug, but we can actually really feel them. I want to make that clear. So where what the angels help us to do is by, by proving that when we ask for help, when our ego asks for help and we experience that help, then it helps that unseen world to become integrated a little bit more with this world that we just think of as only what we see is real. So does that make sense? It does. It does. And it it also takes me back to what so much of your book is about, which is the child and and connecting with that child. And there's two aspects to that child. There's that wounded inner child, and then there's also that child that knows about play and knows about imagination and knows about really creating in that way where it moves into its own abundance by by dancing in that part of the brain that is all about music and sounds and light and creativity and that sort of thing. And so when we're calling on that help of the angels and we are, 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 are wanting to to feel them and, and know that we're being supported by them and have that energy in a way that we can touch it. So much of that does have to do with, with alleviating the separation that we have from the child, is it not? Well, I definitely agree with that. The, the inner child is a doorway that we can walk through that doorway and we can connect with our superconscious or the, 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 the higher vibrations of intuition and connectedness to the rest of the universe and to our, our loved ones that are, lou- are now living in heaven and, um, of course, the, the, the teachers and the masters that are available to us in that realm of heaven or sometimes called the inner planes. But we can also have access to our own subconscious. The wounded child is just a term for the subconscious, and the subconscious, which drives 90% or greater of the decisions we make, of our choices, you know, that, that subconscious loves to hold on to hurt. It loves to hold on to where the ego has felt abandoned or felt abused. He likes to hold on to the illusion um, because that illusion here on the earth, it feels very, very real. You know, if we've had challenging childhoods, which so many of us have experienced, it wants to hold on to that. And so by working with the energy of our spiritual batteries, working with those chakras that that are, you know, part of who we are, we really can transform that pain. We can lift that subconscious so that it becomes conscious. And we can heal it and move our whole entire vibration of our whole vessel. That means physical, emotional, mental. We shift that vibration. And as we grow, as we evolve to a higher vibration of love, which we can do really, really fast when we work with our chakras. It's amazing how fast it is. Then we just 
can receive more. You know, this is a, a giving and receiving universe. We know that. But so often that ego that believes it's separate, if it's been hurt, it says, well, I'm not going to ask for help. I'm not even going to receive because that comes with pain. So when we transform that in an easy way, then we, we start to receive. And what are we receiving? We're receiving miracles or gifts of grace, help from the universe, what our hearts desire. And as we experience that, again, that ego shifts and it says, oh, maybe there is something beyond me and my pain. And that is where the child within us, that, that archetype, that, that symbol, but it's, in my experience, it really is a very true and real part of us. You know, that child awakens, and then we, guess what? We know what we want. We know why we're here, and we know what makes us happy. We know how to love others. So it's, we know how to be generous when we really connect with that child. And, and yes, what comes with that is we're going to wake up to those old hurts and pain. But we don't have to relive it. We just have to acknowledge it, work with those healing energies of our chakras, transform it, and shift so that, you know, really every day we can experience more abundance every single day as we do this. Why does that work? Because we are vessels. We are containers. And we want those containers or our lives, if you can think of your life as a bucket, you would love more gold in that bucket than sludge to make it very simple. Mm, That does make it a, a, a beautiful visualization to see what we're doing in there. And yet, when people do have some of these experiences that are painful from childhood, it can often feel like an unattainable leap to go from there to this vibration of utter love, especially if you really believe someone has done something to you or a situation can't be resolved or there are any manner of, of things that take place in front of you you just can't seem to make uh, yourself understand. And so is a good place to go then, and, and perhaps a, a, a part of what angels help us do, is get to a place of neutrality around our emotions or neutrality first around experiences and and allow it to be either a bridge or, or a stepping stone to greater and greater love. Well, according to the, to the 12 archangels, they say neutrality is a stepping stone. Of course, we need to come to neutrality before we can come to really experiencing the miracle of forgiveness. And forgiveness is just the quality of divine love. So divine love just means loving without conditions. And true forgiveness is where that ego can then look at our experience. He can look at his experience and he can understand what was really going on, what he was asked to learn, what she was asked to learn, um, what was going on in the, in the agreements or the contracts between those that, that hurt us. And it is through this understanding, not analysis, but this understanding that says, okay, you know what, I am willing to experience the miracle of forgiveness. And forgiveness is a quality 
of the energy that's in our crown chakra. So that violet fire or violet energy that transforms fear back into love, it is also the energy of forgiveness. So when we can move from neutrality into forgiveness, that is when we really transform. And that's when we really, really let go and experience the incredible love of the universe and open open ourselves to just incredible self-esteem and and love for self and for others and a peace within us that then helps to create peace all around us you know this is the way the angels say that humanity as a family can move from this state of of incredible pain and suffering and violence to really experiencing peace on earth. We each can do this within ourselves. The key to that is to experience the energy of forgiveness in every particle of our energy, in every cell of our being. And this is what, again, it transforms us and it transforms our whole human family. So that's just what they say. The neutrality is great to come to neutrality, but let's go, let's go beyond that. Let's return all the way to pure unconditional love. And yes, we can. Yes, we can do that. So you said a couple of things in that uh, segment, that part of the segment where I'd love to you to provide a deeper distinction. And the distinctions would be between analysis and understanding or processing and healing. Because I think so often people can get stuck in the analysis or the processing and and find that they never actually reach understanding or healing to the deep degrees that allow them to move towards forgiveness. Well, so analysis means when we just continue to go over the details without any sense of resolution. So true resolution is is. Actually, it's just another word for forgiveness. It's where we have such compassion and understanding that it all becomes clear to us. So I'll just use myself for an example. I had a very challenging relationship with my mother growing up, and that was karmic, and that was what I needed. But I experienced a great deal of rejection from her. So to... Analyze that would be that Belinda continues to be like a hamster in a wheel going over all the hurts and pains and processing that. And why did my mother reject me? How could a mother reject her daughter? On and on and on and on. So when I work with the angels and I have that different perspective of my mother was doing the best she could do. This was a contract we made. This, was, this agreement was to support Belinda so that she would never lose her connection with the Divine Mother. So she would not plug into her earthly mother to such a degree that she would abandon God. So as I went through my own healing process with the angels and understood that, then I didn't need to process my process until it was well processed. That's a quote from the 12 Archangels. I was able to understand, step out of the analysis, experience the forgiveness. And now my mother is on the other side, She's which 
is really an illusion. She's in the vibration of heaven, and we um, have incredible acceptance and love between us. And, you know, I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful for her willingness to let me experience, even though it hurt like crazy, what I needed to experience. And that's where true understanding comes in and true forgiveness so that, again, we step out of that waste of energy of too much analysis and too much processing because then we don't move forward. We don't evolve. We just stay in the hurt. By visualizing the child that lives within the human heart, anyone can create a doorway that gives access to the guarded secrets and hurts blocked through the deep subconscious, as well as the intuitive knowing of the higher superconscious. By communicating with the wounded aspect of the inner child, it is possible to uncover the abuse, neglect, or hardship that has been endured in this life or in a past life. Through focused and persistent healing of this wounded inner child, using the healing energy of the chakras, the human being gains easier access to God's child, the clear voice of intuitive truth that allows one to trust the messages coming through from loved ones and helpers in heaven. This is from the book Lessons from the Twelve Archangels, Divine Intervention in Daily Life by Belinda Womack. The twelve archangels of the central sun of the universe are all powerful and all loving energies that pour forth from the heart of God like flowing rays of singing sunshine. These energies are similar to the music coming from a perfectly tuned orchestra where it is difficult to distinguish one instrument from another. From the sacred music and light of the central sun, the twelve archangels created earth, an amazing schoolroom established so that oneness, all that is, can dream a dark dream and experience the reality of fear and the illusion of being separated from the Creator. Find out more about Belinda Womack, her university, her courses, and her book, Lessons from the Twelve Archangels, Divine Intervention in Daily Life, at her website, BelindaWomack.com. We'll be right back after these messages. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Ask Theo Live is talk radio like you've never heard before. Following her near-death experience, world-renowned author and spiritual medium Sheila Gillette became the direct voice channel for Theo, a consortium of 12 archangels. Through this unique channel, Sheila and her co-host Marcus Gillette present you with an opportunity to speak directly with Theo live on air on any topic you wish to discuss, including receiving authentic messages from deceased loved ones and angelic guides. Get the answer you need by tuning in to Ask Theo Live Talk Radio. Tuesday mornings at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset. 
Discovering the Heart and Stepping into Conscious Living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Human beings are powerful co-creators with God. They create their lives from the inside out using their thoughts, feelings, and memories. By transforming the wounds of the past and freeing the divine child within the heart, they have the ability to manifest heaven's vibration of pure love and joy in daily life. As each individual lives more in heaven every day, this shifts the vibration for all of humanity as well as for planet Earth. It is the vibration of love that creates abundance where there is lack, healing where there is suffering and peace where there is violence. The purpose and experience from working with the authentic guidance in the book, Lessons from the Twelve Archangels, is to discover how to change your everyday reality to living on earth as you do in heaven, a place and space where you are conscious of your divinity and healing power that lives within you. The creator of the Twelve Archangels University, Belinda Womack, has developed an experiential and deeply spiritual online change your everyday reality to heaven on earth. 15-module education platform. She includes ongoing monthly conference calls for Q&A. You can find out more about her book and all of her other uh, support tools and courses at BelindaWomack.com. Welcome back, Belinda. We were talking about forgiveness, and when I think about forgiveness and have contemplated that inquiry so deeply, it, it, in essence, is a paradox. We all need to go there. We all need to bring to forgiveness and completion any errors in thinking or any errors in what we feel was, has been done to us and resulted in separation. Yet, there's a point where even forgiveness is not necessarily because there was never anything to forgive in the per- first place, and that is the innocence of the divine child. Talk about that movement or what the archangels have to say about that movement from, from going into forgiveness for everything and then really realizing in the deepest, most divine, unconditionally loving place that there was never anything to forgive in the first place, especially when we look at world events, when we look at shootings, or when we look at killings, or when we look at what's going on in different parts of the world that seems so horrific or so sad or so tragic. How do we get from that place of realizing that really is nothing to forgive at all? Well, um, forgiveness is a healing step for the ego in its consciousness, Um, because it means, if we redefine forgiveness, it means actually to return to that place of all there is is love, because all of the chakra energies, that's what they're made out of. They're made out of divine love. That's what we're made out of. That's what this planet is made out of. So we, we never actually step out of that love. But here on the earth, again, we get to experience the illusion of what seems to be horrific, what feels 
you know, experientially what feels as opposite from the divine as as we can, you know, as we can go. So, you know, yes, uh, of course, that ultimate place which the child within us already knows and 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 lives in that essence of that that we are innocent and that we are always held within that love. But the purpose of Schoolroom Earth, the reason we get to experience this illusion of fear and everything that comes with it is so that we we really learn on an energetic subatomic particle level the value of love that we we want to know in the consciousness of the universe that love is not something we want to take for granted love is something that um that sustains us and that we want to be in that heavenly wonderful abundant just awesome feeling where our dreams come true and and where we never feel alone you know and again Simran, i i hear as the angels are are you know answering your question through through me i'm just their messenger that they were really trying to to speak to the human being um, because the human being on one part of our brain we can understand that love is all there is and so in that sense, there's nothing to forgive. Anything that happens on this planet is, there is a plan, There, it is an orchestration, there is a lesson, there is a contract. If one person kills another person, they've, they've, they've understood that. They're balancing, right? They're, they're balancing so that they both learn, they both go to heaven, they work it out. Um, in life review, they they again, it is all about that balancing, but they really want to speak to the masses of humanity who, you know, are not at that level of comprehension to really feel in that physical body of ours that all there is is love, and so. It helps us to remember this is a school. It is all illusionary. There is no such thing as death. When we exit out of this schoolroom, we continue to exist and thrive and play and dance and celebrate because we are the creator. The creator lives within us. We live within the creator. So that that never ceases that here on the earth we come here with the bit of consciousness that we bring here to experience what it feels like to be separate what it feels like to buy into the illusion our brains are actually created to really believe in the illusion that we are separate not only from each other, but that, you know, God, if there is a God, is far away and very judging. So what we can do on an everyday level is we can actually just say, thank you, thank you, thank you, my Creator, for filling every cell of me, of my physical, emotional, mental me, with divine love, with that essence 
of oneness. Thank you for filling me with that vibration. And of course, with gratitude and respect for my humanity. And it is in doing that and actually being filled up with exactly the energy that you talk about that says there's no need for forgiveness because all there is is love. That helps our brains, that left and right hemisphere and all those other, you know, the amygdala and limbic cortex and all those other parts of our amazing brains to get it. Oh, oh, this is a story. This is a movie. I can change this movie. And as I change my movie, the movie changes for all of oneness that is here on Earth. Mm. You know, there are going to be those that say, I'm going to call on the archangels to assist me, and yet they're going to call on those archangels day after day after day about the same issue. And then there are going to be those that say, I don't know if I believe in that. And then there are going to be those that anchor into it and make a request one time, and they're determined to see a future vision even if they can't see it in the present. Talk about the distinctions of those places, and do people have to believe in the angels for, for, the, for the energy to shift? Absolutely not. Um, the, the 12 archangels, and their number, by the way, is metaphor. It's, it represents the, uh, a cycle, like just like we have 12 months of the year um, and 12 signs of the zodiac. Their number represents evolution. So these angels, and they, all the angels work together, and, and the earth is full of angels. So whether they are in human form or they're in the, and they're in the trees or they're in the animals or, you know, that, those anchors of, of pure divine love are everywhere, even in this dimension and in this reality. So angels, they really don't care whether or not we believe in their existence or their ability to help us. What helps, though, is if we are willing to let the universe help us to solve our problems, help us to support our education, that just makes it a lot easier for us. So anyone can work with the archangels, anyone can work with angels, anyone can work with the ascended masters, anyone can connect with their loved ones now living in heaven. What helps facilitate that is a certain amount of trust. And trust is something that we can actually ask the universe to fill ourselves with so that it makes it easier for that ego, that um, controlling part of our brains, to believe, to open our minds. That's what trust helps us to do. So it doesn't matter, according to the angels, whether we put our prayer request out there a million times whether we do it one time or whether we just hold it in an image of intention of what we desire to co-create, it all works together. Where angels come in more than anything is such an experiential shift and feeling of help because so often we human beings have been hurt by other human beings so, but when we start to connect with angels and we realize they don't hurt us, they always come through, they always help us, that it just starts to help that ego to rebuild trust in our Creator. 
that's really what what the angels are all about. And the archangels, the arc in archangel, is they help to build a bridge between our ego and our heart. That's mm-hmm. you know, and between the between the human and the divine. That's what that's what they're about. That's our mission. Beautiful. We have just a couple of minutes left, and I'd love to see if the archangels have any special message, whether it is uh, related to the current world situation or in general, that would like to be shared as we close out this show. So the 12 archangels give the message, have faith in yourself. If you do not have faith in yourself, ask to be filled with faith. Be grateful for your beautiful, divine, human being self. God, fully human, human, fully God. And if you do not have that gratitude, ask the universe, ask your creator, ask Mother, Father, God to fill you with that gratitude. Respect yourself. Respect that you are a divine child of God. If you do not have that respect, ask to be filled with that respect. Love yourself unconditionally. If you do not have that unconditional love, then ask to be filled with that unconditional love. And then, when you are full, be that flowing fountain of love. And grow bigger and bigger and bigger in your creative imagination. See yourself grow to be the cosmos, surrounding your planet with love and grace and gentleness and respect. Each and every one of you can make a profound difference into what some of you are experiencing. Pay attention to your thoughts. Pay attention to your feelings. Transform them if they are negative or limiting. Focus on love. Believe in your power. And watch your schoolroom transform before your eyes. We are with you. We are always, always with you. For we are one. Thank you, Archangel, for that beautiful message, and thank you, Belinda Womack, for being such a beautiful channel of that information and such an incredible expression of the divine on the planet with all that you do. Find out more about Belinda Womack at BelindaWomack.com. Find out about her different educational platforms, her online 12 Archangel University, in addition to this book, Lessons from the 12 Archangels, Divine Intervention in Daily Life. Next week, my guest will be Les Jensen, and we will be speaking about Citizen King, a beautiful follow-up to today's discussion. I look forward to talking with you then. Connect with all of my books, my products, and online courses in addition to 1111 Magazine and 1111 Talk Radio at imsimran.com or 1111mag.com. Until next week, in love, of love, with love, and as love, I am Simran. Be well. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of conscious choice with 1111 Top Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens.